Congratulations, class of 2018. We should be so proud of ourselves for all our accomplishments and hard work and blah, 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 blah. This week, we have been hearing that nonstop. Friends and family take pictures of us as if we were the John Harvard statue itself, hug us to make up for our lack of physical contact over the past four years, and continually commend us on the most wonderful achievement of our lives thus far, Harvard. But let's be honest with ourselves. It's been far from a smooth journey. Let's not forget that you contracted mono within the first week of arriving to campus. You sold your soul to David Malin for an I took CS50 t-shirt. You never dated anyone seriously, or at all, and your grandma is panicking. How could you do this to her? You concentrated in English or in economics, but you still can't explain inflation. You got a 32% on your orgo midterm, and worse, a B-plus in the Hebrew Bible. You slacker. <laughs> you drank more wine than water and wished more than once that someone had stopped you from finishing those scallion pancakes at the Kong. Over four years, you made a total of three phone calls home and you stopped practicing the piano. You were so good. And now you're still in the job search process. These things take time, Mom and Dad. So to all that, I say, congratulations. <laughs> we did make it through a significant amount, though. We trekked through 110 inches of snow freshman year, broke thousands of plastic forks eating red spice chicken during the HUD strike, and came to realize those wisdom tooth surgeries were actually the mumps. We learned a whole new language in which blocking meant make, making your first Harvard enemies, long distance meant an eight-minute shuttle ride, and advising meant receiving an email once a semester. <laughs> we learned to question our surroundings. I've heard some interesting ones over the past few years, such as, is anyone in the lampoon funny? <laughs> How? does Crimson Key measure facial symmetry? <laughs> does Harvard Model Congress actually attend any conferences during their fully funded vacations? <laughs> Why would women want to join the Hasty Pudding? Or anyone for that matter? <laughs> Why do Harvard acapella groups purposely arrange their music to sound off key? <laughs> and what does she mean when she says she took on her position as Punchmaster of the Bee to truly make a difference? These are all valid questions, and for answers, please email Dean Karana at fas.harvard.edu with USGSO sanctions in the subject line for a guaranteed quick response. But how much of this really matters? From the moments we walked through the yard as wide-eyed freshmen, as former valedictorians, debate champions, and team captains, we have questioned our choices and performances. We enrolled in a course, without realizing, called Rejection 10A, which although tough, was still more tolerable than Expos 20. <laughs> in my first two years of college, I went through eight comp processes and got into only two of those organizations. I was rejected from classes, 
anyone wanting to write a 25-page paper on carbon taxes should be allowed to do so. <laughs> and worse, I was quoted. And with each apparent failure or letdown, I questioned myself. Was I not smart enough? Not talented enough? Not Upper East Side enough? But the number of times we applied to Xbox 40, or the number of times we comped the advocate and still didn't get in, or the number of times we sat on a bench during a basketball game is not what defines us. What matters is what we did next. We found the strength to try again, to discover another creative outlook, and to wake up the next morning and train even harder. What matters is that we learn from our mistakes, to never again speak to a Crimson reporter, and to only go to UHS if you wanted an IV after Yardfest. So tomorrow, when we exit these gates, we will take with us not only our GPAs or hoops prizes or capacity to write a 20-page paper in one night, but also our grit and determination, our ability to face the inevitable challenges ahead. We will, of course, also take with us our understanding of very useful theoretical models and hypothetical thought experiments a perception that seven minutes late is still on time, and a dependence on Leslie Kerwin to tell us when to wear our snow boots. <laughs> we have much to be grateful for. Thank you, Harvard, for giving us friends to wake us up for our 9 a.m. finals, for giving us grad students to lead us through full hours of silence and section, and for somehow making our SLSs count as SPUs. <laughs> So family and friends, take out your cameras, open your arms for that hug, and join me in celebrating the class of 2018. Let's celebrate all the battles we have lost and all the messes we have made. Class of 2018, keep venturing, keep falling down, and keep getting right back up. Thank you.